Hello everyone, this is Fahim Jackson, and this is episode 132 of my podcast show, In The Know. This podcast is aimed at trying to guide people through the world with a variety of topics. Each season, there will be a particular group of topics to cover. Within these topics, I am asking the questions and trying my best to answer these questions with my viewpoints of the world around me. The following introduction speech is about the topic of today. And that introduction speech is regarding how do you go about running the right way? and the benefits from it. I remember ever since I was a small child, I was a runner. Now when you hear me say runner, what type of runner? Well, I would sprint as a child growing up that lasted until I was in high school. I tried to compete in college, but decided to go on and focus on being a college student rather than a student athlete. Now that I am in my 30s, I've gotten back into running over the past few years. But even though I was on and off throughout my 20s, it was never too out of my mind. As for you in this episode, I will be going through the details of how to run the proper ways and also share with you benefits of running. So sit back and listen, like, and share with your community. Now let's first start out with what is running? All of us have a view for what running is. We know it, but what is the clear definition for what is running? Let's have a clear definition for What is running from a definite dictionary explanation? Running is a terrestrial locomotion which allows humans and other animals to move rapidly on foot. We have been able to run since the beginning of time. And it is an involuntary reaction that doesn't require any thought involved. So let's say that a pit bull is on the loose and our knee-jerk reaction is to take off running. Can you imagine having to think that one should do in that situation before even running? Because you have this dangerous animal charging towards you. Nature gives you the ability to run. Because in the past distant, in the distant past, we used to get picked off by predators. So over time we had to learn how to survive so that we could make it to the point where we are today. And a lot of that has something to do with running. Getting out of the way of danger and not being worried about how you're judged is important to survival. Yet this topic is more having to do with benefits in running properly. That was just a quick overview of how we got to this place today from the past. What is the right age to start? I remember I was always running everywhere I went from a very young age. And once I got to middle school is when I began to start competing from here through high school. In my opinion, I would say you should start running in the first grade around that age. You might ask, to why someone would encourage their child to start running so young. Pre-K and kindergarten is too young, but first grade is when you share so much of your space with people much older than yourself. You can get a pretty good gauge of where you stand in relation to other students. For me growing up, I was always trying to go up against the other kids who were older. That always did something for me, being able to hang with those with more experience. But not just me. What makes you hold your own? Well, You have to first learn various techniques. What are the proper techniques? Back to myself for a second, just to set up the section. I was always a fast runner, and to be honest, in my mid-30s, I could still run pretty fast for my age. But my running form was not always the best. It wasn't until I was actually 13 years old and ran in the track and field program. Here's when coaches told me my form was off. Wow. How fast? Could I have been had I learned at a much younger age? I might have been contender by the time I was 13 years old. 
Another way to observe form is coming out of the blocks in a track and field competition. This is a whole other way to understand technique because here is a build-up method in order to compete. My arms, not realizing it, never used to come back behind me, but stayed in front of me. But the arms thrusting back and forth is a power move which works with the legs as you power up. Then again, that is sprinting. What about long distance running? You know what? The same applies. Only keeping the same form over a long period of time is tougher. And here's where we go into the next area, which is competition. When should you start to compete? In my humble opinion, you should be getting together with friends trying to figure out who is the fastest kid. I know it sounds odd, but you will be gearing yourself up for more competition once you start. Does everyone need to do this? Absolutely not. It's just that this is a competition that will not only push you, but only also push the people around you. But while you're running and learning, make sure you're ready for the next level, because so many people are trying to compete at a higher level without prior competition. Let's say you're in a place where you are finally competing. What are some great lessons you learned once you do compete? After the competition, you've learned great lessons. And how do you go about understanding the lessons and go on to teach others? What competition teaches you? As you run more and more, and you will start to notice something. The surmountable information and proof you gain is for a lifetime. Even when you eventually stop running competitively, you have a base of information you can use for your own benefit. Here are a few things you will learn about competing that carries over from competition. There is nothing like winning, which I will go into depth in a few more sections. You also learn that you truly know who you are once you lose a competition as well. This is also something else I would discuss in this section. In the next section, competition teaches you how to work with others effectively. I used to run track and field in which Relay races were a big event, the fastest being the 4x100 meter. This is when you must hand off the baton with precision to the person looking to receive the baton. Sounds fair, right? No, this is going to be a tough feat that takes a lot of practice because you have a handoff zone. So here's another teaching which is discipline and focus. Because people drop the baton all the time which leads to disqualification. So you have to be right all the time and make no errors otherwise, one bad exchange, ruins the entire race. So from there, what do you learn from losing? In the case, in the case of losing events with why you run, there's much to learn and understand from those losses. I am no person myself who is new to losing races. I've run in the past and have lost. You really get a chance to see if you have the stomach to be great or are you someone who falls victim to the defeat. I started running competitively at the age of 12 years old in middle school. Then I started my senior year of high school. I would continue to run for health and wellness, but miss those days of competing. Here's something else you learned about losing. You learn how to bounce back from falling. And this is something I hold on to because building your life as an adult is tough. You will lose, but it's how you rebound. Now, on the other hand, what are some of the lessons that come from winning? What you learn from winning. As for winning as a runner, there's this great sense of accomplishment that comes from winning a race. Even the race not regulated and it's just you and close circle of friends. Being a winner in your peer group can be just as rewarding as competing. But let's look at the competing aspects of life. I've won plenty of medals in my life relating to running. And it's with running with peers and you tend to have this great feeling in competition. 
But what I will say is that different from competing in events versus friends that you get a chance to go up against, people who are much faster than your peer group. And here's where it counts because now you have a universal speed. You're going up against the best in the city, state, nation, or even the world if you manage to reach that level. Now, as with the technique and competition talk, what are some of the great benefits of running? What externally and internally do you benefit from? What you will quickly find out when it comes to running is that there's this internal feeling you get. Your food goes down into the stomach differently. When you go to the bathroom, the body will excrete the waste and a lot easier. But you also have the outside benefits such as stronger legs, like the thighs, hips, calf muscles. You can even also feel your strength, even when you walk about society. Now let's go back into the internal for a second, starting from the head to toe. How does the brain benefit from running? The brain is the central nervous system of the body, and it controls the blood flow throughout the entire body. So running aids in that blood flow. Now for the lungs, running down aids in controlling the breath, breathing patterns. Depending on your ability to maintain long distance running, you are able to control breathing in a way very few can. Let's observe the heart where the blood flow pumps through, this organ out in the body. Here is a way clean blood is produced, which is due to cardio from running. Then muscle and bone structure of the legs are impacted the most. You don't have normal legs, muscles, and bone structure. There tends to be strength that very few people have due to endurance training. But it is all about the running that makes you such a strong person. What about the intake? Which is, what is a proper diet? As you embark on your running journey, make sure you feel prop, you fuel properly. When I say fuel, I mean the food and beverages. These nutritional needs that the body must operate off of as you run. So, what good running meals do you need? Well, you have your fruits, like your apples and bananas, oranges, grapes, and pineapples. And vegetables, such as carrots, spinach, cabbage, asparagus, and lettuce, that the body burns while you run. You're like a car that needs gasoline in order to function. As for the beverages, good old H2O will always do the job. If you want to try other drinks, try the veggie drinks and fruit drinks. Now, be careful with the fruit drinks simply because there tends to be higher levels of sugars and corn syrups. This can stay in the system longer than normal and have a negative effect on the body long term. In addition to everything I've stated, you have your meals, you have your meats and dairy products which provide for your muscle strength, like the meats and the dairy which aids the bone health as well. So with this show wrap up, while we have to ask ourselves proper ways to run and the benefits. Most of my life I have spent running. No matter if it were running an errand for my mother or competing in a track and field meet. So I am no stranger to all the benefits connected to running. What I will tell you before you start to, to understand your strengths and weaknesses. And also know what your body can handle. Are you more long distance or are you a sprinter? Work on your techniques so your form aligns with the outcome you are looking to achieve. Lastly, make sure the body receives all the proper nutrients it must use as fuel to propel yourself forward. Thank you for listening to In the Know. I'll be bringing you another episode regarding fitness and wellness. I'll be asking the question, what are some good abdominal workouts?